Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassidy-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today I have Joe with me. Hello, Joe. Hello, John. How are you doing? Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Thanks for taking time out to do this. No problem at all. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Fabulous. So tell us what you do, Joe. What's your business? Yes, yeah, so I'm the director of Best Life Financial Planning. We are retirement planning specialists. We're based in Feltham Village in West Sussex, um, but we do a lot of work by sort of video meetings as well. Um, essentially, we help people answer the big financial questions in life, you know, for, from the big questions such as, you know, can I afford to retire early or, you know, will my partner be okay if anything happens to me to, you know, I always say to people, you know, you'll make hundreds of financial decisions over the, over the course of your life and, working with a, a professional such as myself, you know, we'll, we'll help you make better decisions and the, you know, the sort of compounding effect of all of those better financial decisions will have a huge impact. Um, so we, we work with our clients on an ongoing basis to, to help them make these better decisions, give them complete peace of mind about their money and really just live the absolute best version of their life. Sounds good. And important stuff as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So before we, we dive a little bit further into that, I, want, I always love to hear somebody's story, how they got to where they got to, especially sort of how they set up their business and how it came around. So you happy to share some of your journey with us? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think like a lot of people, I kind of uh, sort of fell into this profession. Um, it's not like I sort of grew up wanting to be a financial planner or anything like that. But yeah, so I, um, so, so I launched this company in May this year. But before that, um, I was a self-employed advisor for four years. And um, my background, sort of going back further, actually started in uh, pension scheme administration. Um, and then, yeah, I sort of progressed through various sort of technical roles. And, you know, yeah, started to advise about five years ago. Um, started as a kind of a, a generalist advisor, sort of looking at all areas of financial planning, but really now sort of specialising in um, an area which is where I think I can add the most value, which is retirement planning. All right, fabulous. You make it sound so easy. Were there any challenges along the way? Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, um, in terms of challenges from launching the business, you know, being a sort of a new business owner, I would say, um, you know, my, my biggest challenge has been kind of trying to know what to spend money on. Um, because, you know, there's, there's lots of people all kind of sort of vying for um, you to spend money here and there. There's, you know, there's so much that you could spend on and it's just trying to figure out what's going to add the most value to my clients. Um, but still, obviously, you know, I need to run a, a profitable business, which is going to pay my mortgage. So, um, so it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of that balancing act. You know, you could, you could spend all the money in the world on marketing websites, office equipment, business coaches, you know, the, the list is kind of endless. So it's um, as, as someone new to running a company, it's, yeah, it's trying to figure out exactly what, what adds the most value to my clients basically yeah i, I know i know that one you start a business you get like a new shiny object a new way of marketing a new way of getting the word out there exactly that yeah yeah so how do you go about making that decision so to either go ahead with something or to maybe sort of leave it for now yeah i think um w with that it's just what i've learned in this short period is kind of the importance of having a plan so really sort of thinking ahead um, so you know i for example i made uh, a decision 
a few months back to buy a nice big printer because I thought that I was going to be doing lots of printing. Uh, I was going to be uh, sending things out all over the place. And then I've actually uh, made a business decision since then to um, outsource uh, a large part of that. So most of my, um, my, my post is kind of sent from uh, an external uh, business that I, that I outsource that side of the, the administration to. And um, so I've got this big printer sitting here, which I paid a lot of money for, which is probably printing about 10 pieces of paper a week. Um, and also the other thing is, you know, we're now doing so much online, so digitally, we have a, a secure platform that we can upload documents to. And um, most of the work is being uh, uploaded to that now. So clients are logging in and seeing everything online. So it's a nice, it's a nice green way of doing things. Yes, definitely. And uh, life's just changed so much recently and everyone's got used to being on Zoom and dealing on a digital platform. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, that's right. So did, did uh, the COVID thing affect you too much as, you know, as a new business? And uh... it's, it's presented some challenges. Thankfully, I was already set up well with kind of, um, you know, all the uh, technology and equipment that I need to continue doing the job um, without too much sort of interruption. So all of my clients have been well looked after through this period. Um, some of them have had to yeah, adapt and get used to the, the video meetings, but uh, we've provided them with kind of like instructional uh, sort of um, material so that they can uh, easily do that. And yeah, yeah not, not too much interruption at all, actually. It's, um, it's, it's been good. Excellent. Excellent. That's good to hear. So, I do realize there's lots of regulations around talking about um, money and everything like that. So, but it would, would be a miss not to ask. So if there is somebody sort of thinking, well, maybe I do need to get my uh, pensions and my retirement sorted out. What should they be thinking? What should they be sort of, um, what sort of questions should they be asking? Yeah. I mean, in, in terms of pensions and investments, I think um, the, the number one thing to do is look at what it's invested in. Um, so if you've got an invested pension as opposed to um, something which is going to provide you with a, a guaranteed income stream, then what is it invested in? That's kind of the, the most important thing. You know, the, the, the provider or, um, you know, that, that side of things is, is, is less important. But what is it invested in? Because the number one thing that I see when I, when I look at people's existing policies is that they are invested in something which is not suitable for them. So it might be something that is too risky or not risky enough, or, um, I mean, it might just be in a completely dud fund and, you know, this money can sit in these pots for a long period of time and, um, you know, that, that needs to be reviewed. So yeah, in terms of policies, that's, um, that's the, that's the thing I, I see the most, but the thing that I probably add the most value with when I, when I help people is actually making the plan and, uh, and projecting forward and looking at, you know, where's all their money going to come from in the future, getting them to think about what's important to them in life, and then just really aligning the two together. So making sure you're, you're spending the money on the things that are important to you and essentially going to give you the, the happiest life. Right. That sounds, that sounds good. I think sometimes when people go see a financial advisor, they're so caught up in the, the money side of things, they forget to think that actually it's all about how we live our lives. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The product just helps you live the, live out the plan. So um, definitely the, the focus with, with us is on, on the planning side of things. The, the products are obviously important to help you achieve your plan, but the, um, you know, the products are not the main thing. All right. So um, 
if there's some people got some investments they're not sitting in the right place there's obviously something that happened when they invested those that maybe there was there had been advised so what sort of tough questions are good to ask a financial advisor oh good question um i would say in terms of your investments a good question is um could could i hold this investment forever and be okay that's um, you know with with the portfolios that I uh, manage from for my clients. Essentially, if they just left their money in those, those portfolios for the rest of their life, they should be broadly okay. Um, uh, has uh, another good question is um, has this investment strategy or or philosophy around the investment strategy always worked, or is it just something that's kind of working now? Is it you know? Have you been advised to take out, you know, the, the flavor of the month? Um, you know, I, I believe in sort of tried and tested strategies that have always delivered good long-term returns. Um, obviously, you know, nobody has a crystal ball and, uh, and can predict what's going to happen in the future. But I think there's a lot to be said for just sticking to tried and tested strategies and not getting sucked into the kind of the more expensive type of strategies that are out there where there's kind of no evidence to show that they're going to give you any higher returns. Right. Fabulous. And there's um, a lot of protection around the financial services at the moment to protect sort of clients. So what sort of things should they be looking out for when they're sort of um, looking for some financial help? In terms of, um, in terms of the, the help available for, for, for the protection side of things. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so always, you know, um, the first thing is, you know, if, if you're getting uh, financial advice, then you want to make sure that your advisor is regulated, you know, make sure that they are on the, the FCA register, um, make sure that, you know, there's there's protection in place if things don't go to plan, such as through the Financial Services Compensation Scheme and the Financial Ombudsman Service. Um, you know, obviously checking the sort of qualifications of your advisor is, is a good one as well. Um, you know, there's a, a, a wide range of different qualifications from sort of starting at level four right up to sort of level seven. So, um, you know, that's a good one to check. But really, I mean, you, I, I would say to people, you know, see, see more than one advisor and, or, or planner and work with the one that with. Yeah, it's um, sometimes it's tricky, isn't it? Because it, it is well regulated. So there's good standards in the UK, I think. Um, but it is worth checking people's qualifications. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's not it's not the only thing. Um, uh, you know, there's there's really, really good advisors who are at the sort of, you know, the basics sort of level four um, qualification. Um, you know, and there's there might be sort of level six advisors who are maybe maybe not providing a, a, as good advice. But it's, it's one thing just to think about when you're when you're choosing an advisor. Fabulous. They're good insights. They're good insights. So uh, what would you, your top three tips be? Top three tips. Um, are you talking sort of financial planning tips or sort of business tips? Oh, I'll leave that open to you, actually. Um, let's go with uh, business tips because you know, this is kind of, um, top of my mind at the moment with having a new business, and it's kind of where I'm putting a lot of a lot of thought into. Um, so I would say my number one business tip is always doing the right thing by the client. Um, someone told me that uh, a few years ago and it sounds so obvious but I think if you have that as the kind of cornerstone of everything that you do then you're not going to go far wrong um, you're going to have happy clients who are going to refer you on to other people um, because they because they trust you. 
Um, second, I would say, is uh, the power of niche. So um, really sort of specialising in a certain area, um, focusing on that and, you know, try to become the best in your profession in that specific area. You know, I think that's a much better, um, a much better way of doing things than being a sort of a, a jack of all trades. I, I personally would look for specialists when I'm, when I'm looking for, if it's something around the house or you know, anything in my sort of my personal life, I would look for a specialist. And the thing is, you know, they don't always, they don't always cost more because they're, they're a specialist quite often, you know, they just have the, the tools that they need to do their job the best way that they can. And um, yeah, so, so that'd be my number two. Yeah, definitely. Focus helps. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it just enables you to sort of double down on, on that area and, and really, you know, there's that expression in there, which is um, you can't chase two hairs, you know? So I just think that if you just have your one area, focus on that and, and go with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And number three, I would say, um, is the importance of keeping up to speed with developments, uh, keeping fresh and having new ideas. So I think that most businesses are, are changing rapidly um, as, as we've kind of mentioned, but um, I think the next 20 years are going to look very different from what the last 20 years looked at. And, um, you know, you don't, you don't want to get left behind and still be sort of stuck in doing things your old ways. Yeah, I think one of the things that came out of COVID was the rapid change that happened in a lot of businesses very quickly, which probably would have happened at some point, but they happened a lot faster. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, uh, Daniel Priestley has a, a great quote, which is um, it's something like your, your best thinking from five years ago is your baggage today. Yes, and, uh, I think that's so that's so relevant. Excellent. Excellent. So there's somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, um, I need to sort of plan out my future and maybe make sure that I'm supported in a way that helps me live the life I want to live. And they would like somebody to talk to. How do they contact you, Joe? Um, probably the best way to do it is through the website. Uh, so that is www.bestlifefp.co.uk um, or um, you know, uh, by telephone, uh, social media, um, however they'd like to contact me. I'm, I'm not fussy. <laughs> Fabulous. And we'll put that information on our website as well to help people find you. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks, John. Excellent. Thank you ever so much for sharing part of your story and your journey with us and your tips and insights into some of the financial backgrounds and, and for business as well. Really appreciate that. No problem at all. Yeah, it's been a, a real pleasure to be on. Thank you, John. Fabulous, fabulous. So this has been a podcast for business owners by business owners. And until next time, see you soon. Bye. Bye then, Joe. See you later. Bye. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as cyber protection. When it comes to cyber risk, FSB cyber protection is more important than ever. Cyber protection gives you access to both the helpline and an insurance designed to support and protect your business at no extra cost. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.